Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. It's that time of year where we are taking down our Christmas decorations and starting to begin again with a new year, and some of us are even making New Year's resolutions. I have to confess that I am one of those types that writes out resolutions every year. I actually kind of like to look back at them and see what I've accomplished or what has happened in the year, and I thought it would be fun to kind of read some of last year's resolutions to you. Um, in 2021, I wanted to uh, have a daily Bible study with my kids. I wanted to develop a clean-as-you-go habit. I didn't exactly get to that one. Um, I wanted to do daily self-care. I wanted to read a book a month. Um, wanted to involve kids with my chores. I put meditation and yoga four to five times a week. That did not happen. <laughs> um, make a really good loaf of gluten-free bread. I am happy to say that I did that one. Um, declutter entire home. Yeah, that, that didn't exactly happen, but I tried. Um, I read this to you because I think we all kind of have things in the back of our mind that we want to change. And we think maybe this year we will finally get a grip on that area of our life and we can devote our entire energy to making these new resolutions. And I can't help but think of things differently this year. Instead of looking at what I want to change about myself and what needs work, I've decided to sort of shift my focus to God's faithfulness this past year. And I want to encourage you to see his hand in your life this last year. You see, nowhere on my list was start a blog or start a podcast or write a book, but those things happened and they were part of God's wonderful plan for me this year. And as I was writing Invited to Rest, I remember getting to the point where all the stars had aligned and I was done with the writing up until December 25th. And I said, great. Okay, we're done, God. Let's turn this in. Let's get it published. Um, but funny enough, the publishing company would not accept my book unless it had more pages. So the roadblock came, and I remember feeling like, how am I going to write more pages? What am I going to write about? Um, and I felt the Lord press upon my heart to continue writing all the way through to December 31st. And those devotional pages between December 26th and December 31st honestly became some of my favorite pages in the entire book. So I actually wanted to read to you today, December 28th, because this is one of my all-time favorites, I think, in the whole book. And I'm so glad, you know, God put up that roadblock where I had to write more so that I could finish writing the rest of these pages to you. And on December 28th, I, I started with a verse, Isaiah 43, 19. It says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Late in my 20s, changes in me were starting to happen. I no longer felt like I had energy to make it through my days. My mind was filled with a condensed fog. Dizziness and a false sense of equilibrium invaded, and anxiety went through the roof as I searched and wrestled, wondered, and pleaded with God to show me what was wrong. I distinctly remember in one of my lowest days resigning to myself that this was now just my story. 
and I would have to live like this for the rest of my life. Oh friend, have you made the same dire resignation? Have you decided that God will just ask you to suffer this way for all of your days? I know the feeling. I know the heartache. It hurts more than words can describe. But in those dark moments of resignation, God gave me this verse. He gave me this small but beautiful promise in his word that he was doing a new thing. The do you not perceive it part was exposing the doubts in my own heart. And maybe it does the same for you. We don't perceive because we've lost hope. We think our circumstances are far beyond God's plan or worse, a twisted part of his plan that we don't want to participate in. But he is always tenderly working behind the scenes. He has a new story unfolding. He is making a way out. The rivers are coming in the desert to refresh you. He won't leave you here forever, dear friend. His heart is for you, not against you. As you trust him to bring you out of this, trust that his new is beautiful and altogether lovely. Look for it, anticipate it, and pray for eyes to see that he begins your next chapter. I think this year as 2021 comes to a close, I want to encourage you to do two important things. Number one, look back at God's faithfulness. This is so important. Sit down with a pen and a journal or just type it in the notes of your phone. But what has God done for you this year? How did he show up for you? What did he teach you? How did you grow? This is a special time of gratitude between you and God. A time to remember even the hardest things he brought you through with his grace. And nobody has to see this. This is simply between you and him. Number two, look forward to God doing something new. Cling to that beautiful verse. I'm going to read it to you one more time. Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Cling to that verse and remember that he is too good to leave you stuck here forever. I like to go on this walk in my neighborhood, and as soon as I round this one corner, I see this magnificent tree that has turned all kinds of oranges and reds. It's so breathtaking, but it's also so out of place because we're in the middle of winter now, and every other tree around it has already turned its colors and the leaves have fallen off. But this one tree stands tall and beautiful. And while some would say the timing was off, it stands out even more because of its surroundings. So even if you feel like things aren't happening the way you want them to, or maybe the timing you want them to, maybe you're not seeing the success or progress like others that surround you, God is seeing to it that your time to bloom and flourish is coming. He makes everything beautiful in its time, and he feels the same way about you. So, dear friend, don't let this be a time of thinking of all the ways you need to change, of all the things your inner critic brings out that are wrong with you. Focus your energy on worship and admiration of your Savior. Remember his love. Think about what he has done for you, and look forward to the idea that he is up to something. He's doing something new. All right, let me pray for us, friend. Dear Lord, um, I just, I thank you for this special verse that 
I know you laid on my heart when I was going through some really tough health struggles and just feeling so depressed about the state of my body and what was going on with me. And I felt like I was going to be stuck there forever. But God, you knew that you were up to something new. And um, as I think about what you've done in the last even year and few years in my life, I'm just so grateful. And I, I love this time of year because it gives us a chance to look back and to see your faithfulness and to see the ways that maybe even in the midst of our hardest days and the most struggle, the days of the most struggle, that you blessed us in some small way or some big way. And you, you were really there for us. And um, Lord, I pray for these sweet ones that are listening that they would take the time in the next few days to really sit down with a pen and paper and to think about your faithfulness and think about what you did for them in the last year. And I thank you for this new year ahead. I pray that you will bless it, that you will bring healing to our country and to um, those of us that are sick. And Lord, I just pray for your grace and that you will grow us even in the storms. In your name, amen. Well, that is it for today, friends. I hope you have a very happy new year, and I will see you in 2022.